Hi, welcome to the Third Space. I'm Kevin Weir. And I'm the last tear you shed before you die. And I will avenge my family who was murdered by a conspiracy of ravens. Is that why you're wearing a raven cloak? No, this is purely coincidence. I also have this ultimate weapon. I call it the Yellow Dagger. Okay, well, that's just like a bird's beak. Also, it's not a cloak of raven feathers. It's a cloak of ravens. Like actual ravens. And you're saying completely unrelated. Yes, has nothing to do with that. Okay. It just seems to me like you're dressing for your mental scars. Impossible! Hey, Kevin. Yeah, doing a podcast as we do. That is what we have done before, yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what have you got going on in your life? I helped make a tree stand up straight today. Ah, it's it's just been a long week. I've, I, you know, things are opening up again, and that means I have to start doing the work that I haven't been doing for like two months. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You know, not that I was avoiding doing it. It's just it's kind of piled up. So it's it's been a lot of work. Oh, that happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things are yeah. – around where we are, things are opening up. People are still being cautious, of course, as they should be. Yeah, absolutely as they, as they should as be. As they should be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you. I, I wear a mask whenever I, I go out for multiple reasons. One, just to make sure everyone sees that someone is wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not protecting me at all. No, it, it protects other people. Yeah. Um. For me, it just seems like the polite thing to do. It does. It just seems um, like the polite thing to do. Yeah, it just it just seems it seems like the action you can take that can assure other people that you care about them in the slightest way. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Whereas and, and, somebody who's not wearing a mask just confirms that that you don't care about anybody but yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I and I uh, I I got one that's uh, well. I mean, I got one as as in my my mom made everyone. <laughs> In our family, a mask essentially, like, like a Weasley jumper. Uh, sure. Yeah, everybody in your hey. family got one. I bet it has your initials on it, right? No, no. It, Does it, it have doesn't. you? You punching a unicorn? That, that would be nice, but no. I have two photos of that. I do not have a. <laughs> do, you, do you not have a face mask of it? I don't have a face. I do not have a a printing of my birthday presents, which were me punching, getting in a fight with a unicorn. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That, that's that, that was that was a good sequence. <laughs> <laughs> They're up on my desk. My, I mean, we should explain this. I don't know if we've ever explained it on the podcast before, did we? I think you've that, explained that, that it's like one of your favorite images as a as a joke. Yeah, well, not only images as a joke, I got them as a birthday present. Yeah, yeah, because you yeah. talked about them so much. Yeah, I like a couple years ago as a birthday present. Uh, my my sister got a friend of mine to uh draw. <laughs> <laughs> two photo, two two drawings of me deep in combat with a unicorn. Like I'm bloody and it's bloody and it's uh it's pretty great. And it's and your one one true wish and desire in this world. I <laughs> I think there's just something great about uh about a grown man getting in fight with getting in a fight with a unicorn. Uh well I I I mean it's actually sort of based off 
off at the, I think it's the London Natural History Museum. They mm-hmm. have all these frescoes from uh, like Greece. Yep. That are and there, there's a whole bunch of them. They surround a room. Uh, there, I mean, there might be frescoes. They're more, more of like embossed things. But anyway, they they show a sequence of events of which is a man fighting a centaur, and it is. A, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of there's a lot of moments in this man centaur eternal battle that have maybe been maybe that's supposed to be a, a depiction of uh, Chiron uh, training Hercules. I mean, or did he train Hercules? He trained somebody. I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's just a man and a centaur. You think it was just for fun? Um, I mean, I have there. There's a few times where it looks like they may also just be hugging each other, but then it, it quickly turns back into a fight. So like, maybe, there, maybe there it's is, wrestling. There is a lot of. Are they oiled uh, up? It's hard to tell. They're stone. I guess that's true. Yeah. Does the stone drink oil like a supernatural statue? Well, I tried, but then I got kicked out of the museum because you can't rub oil on statues that, of naked men. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they are very upset about that. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, that uh, understands the ban I've seen at the Glumbo for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so that eventually transferred to me fighting a unicorn. Uh, but the the really the conclusion of the story, the one thing I was going to get to, is my sister suggested that I bring one of those photos and put them on my desk at work, where I work at. Uh, essentially a, a medical school and yeah. I'm like you know what I'm gonna give it a few months until they're like yeah this guy's okay and <laughs> then right. I'll bring in the, and, the and then you'll reveal your true weirdness the, then I'll bring in the rendering of my like fight with a unicorn <laughs> uh speaking of fights with unicorns Kevin uh, is that yeah. what we're talking about uh this week it's never what we're talking about this week. There has never been once that our nonsense first five minutes of this podcast have been what we're talking about. I know, but the formula, Kevin, is is that I bring up what we were talking about and try and connect it to what we're actually going to talk about as way of a transition. And my formula is to shut you down at every turn. Well, it seems like bad improv, but okay. <laughs> no, but. Uh <laughs> No, but we are talking about something a lot more interesting. Which is, Kevin? Well, Jeremy, let me let me ask you something. Do you know about a very popular game of the last decade? A uh, series, in fact, of the last decade that kind of defined a certain brand of video games. Yeah, it, it, it is known as Dark Souls. Oh, we're we talking about Dark Souls again? We have discussed Dark Souls before, and we've discussed Dark Souls subsidiaries, uh, such as Bloodborne. Okay. Uh, but in this case, we're not specifically talking about Dark Souls. Instead, we are once again opening our hearts and our minds and hoping that they'll open their wallets so that we can pitch a video game. Wait, so you do? I think you, you want to make a Dark Souls say, game? Well, I mean, the thing is, like at this point, Dark Souls is almost a genre of its own. And so I you want to make a we... Dark Souls style game? Yeah, yeah. I do think we always say that we are pitching to Sony. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, Sony is the one who got Bloodborne. The you best know what? One. You know what? No, you know what I want to do, Kevin. I don't want to. I don't want to pitch to a big publishing company. Let's okay. let's pitch to Tim Schafer at Double Fine. That's much smaller. 
You want to do a double? You want to do double fine? I mean, what platforms is going to come? Steam? Just Steam? Yeah, probably PC. The, Maybe the, get a, the, the pro- a port later. The problem I have about pitching any game that I know will end that you were like, oh, it's end up on Steam, is that there's no joke that we can make that will not eventually find its way onto Steam once they open the floodgates for everyone just to just shove a game on there. That's true. That's true. Okay, let's yeah. let's uh, pitch it to on Nintendo let's, Switch. Let, <laughs> yeah, that's so much better. Um, yeah. Let's pitch it to the Epic Game Store. Everybody hates that. They could use some oh, good that's press. True. Yeah, that's true. Yep, yep. We, well, that means we'll also give out like a year timed exclusive. Exactly. That they'll give Absolutely. us money for. <laughs> yeah, and people will give will be very upset about it, despite the fact that it's also just a different storefront you can buy from. Yeah. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pitch to Double Fine. Tim Schafer for so an Epic Game Store exclusive. Yeah, that is that is the Tim. Tim, I want you to listen up. Uh, I know that the beginning of this has been incredibly rambling, and you may be a little bit insulted that we took a while to come around to you. You might have been like, "Oh no, they're talking to Sony." No, we're talking to you, Tim. We're talking to you because we think you've got the creative chops to pull this off, Tim. <laughs> I think it's time we're going to call you up to the big leagues. <laughs> Our podcast. Our podcast. The All of those of letters ones. that you've written to us asking for us to give you game ideas. Yeah. It's finally going to happen. Notably, uh, we don't actually play in the big leagues. We play just underneath the big leagues, and they don't know we're there. So you cannot tell them, Tim. You yeah. cannot tell them. We, we, we play in we the secret here. middle league. <laughs> <laughs> the- we're, we're not in the little league. No, in the middle league. In the middle league, the plate's just below the big league, and you can't tell them. No. No. Well, you do get one free corn dog if you're fast enough. (laughs) (laughs) Fast in what way? We'll never say. Which I'm going to say is the rule about every product in the world, I guess. (laughs) I mean, uh, sure. Uh, (laughs) Let's try to not advocate advocate, uh, theft. Um, Wow. Only from people who deserve it? Okay. Dark um, Souls, though, it's, it's, it's too much of, like, one thing. We can't just do Dark Souls again. Dark Souls has been done again by many times, by many people. With yeah, there's The Surge, there's Sekiro, there's uh, Bloodborne, there's <laughs> uh, Demon Souls, there's... You, uh, which came before Dark Souls. Is, is that Noah, that, like, samurai demon one? Uh, Neo, Neo, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I, will, I will say, I will say, three out of the four or five you ended up saying are all from from software. There's so. there's Sultan Sanctuary. That one, yep, that one. That's two D. Yeah, uh, yeah. Essentially, if it's if it's from from software, uh, I give them a pass because that's sort of just their thing at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's their that's their genre. Like they they can do what they want with it. Wow, way uh, to paint from software into a box, Kevin. If they also did Armored Core. They'd have not painted themselves into a box. Well, you did. I didn't say they did. <laughs> no, I said they can do it. They can do no, it. No, you said that's like, their thing. It is their thing. Yeah, they could have people can have many things. That's that's not what I've heard. I've heard you have one thing. That's that that is <sighs> reductive. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta bring something else into this. And man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch you something, Jeremy. Okay. Because you know, everyone likes Dark Souls unequivocally, right? There's not like a bunch of people who are getting drained out on that type of 
uh, game. No, uh, there's no such thing as consumer fatigue, Kevin. No, no, definitely there's not that. Or valid criticisms of, uh, you know, the, that game style being uh, oversaturated in the market. Uh, no, no, of course, of course not. Everybody wants more Code Vein. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, if I get more Code, code Vein, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> if if I could just get more more of Code Vein's uh, character generator. I'd be fine. <laughs> if they just put that into every single game... You'd be okay with it? I'd, I'd be good. I'd be good if they just whole hog just took it and just copy-pasted something else. Be like, why am I an anime boy or girl in this game? Why is a snowman a choice to put on my character? Well, the real question is, why isn't that a choice in every other game? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let, let's take something that is... Uh, I guess ubiquitous that that people yeah. also really love. There's there's a lot of other games like that. Um, yeah. Why don't Why don't we do a cooking game? Cooking is a, a great idea. People like food. People love food. People love. I've heard food. you need I, it to survive. Yeah, I mean, I say that's still up for debate. I say the science is still out on that. Oh, you're uh, right. You're right. We should <laughs> we should <laughs> make sure to name our sources. You 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 think you think that if everybody needed it, it'd be a lot easier to get. So you know, just saying. Maybe it's part of like some sort of social program, or maybe the, no. there'd be a bank. There'd be a bank for food if it was important. Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. You think that? You think that? Uh, but I mean, a lot of people like it. Much like Dark Souls, everyone is is down for food, hundred uh, percent. And people like to make food. Okay, so you're saying a Dark Souls s game about making food? Yeah, let's make. Let's you and me in this moment to Tim, who's the only person listening at this moment. I yeah. have to assume uh, everyone else who's listening. You are doing it illegally, and thank you for that. Tim, uh, send all of your assistants out of your office. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Tim, I want you to sit in your, your car. ears only. Yep, sit in your car, uh, eat some McDonald's, and listen to this entire podcast uh, just through your speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone else, I know you're still there, and I'm happy for it. But, Tim, <laughs> we are going to pitch you the Dark Souls of cooking games. Okay, what's the title? You want that first? I mean, you first? set it up. You're like, the Dark Souls of cooking games. The That's Dark when you send the title. I don't know. The, the well-done souls. <laughs> the blue rare souls. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> Burnt souls. Uh, what about hot burning souls? <laughs> Give a hot burning soul. A hot burning soul. Um, <laughs> spelt um, like the Korean capital city. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, unrelated, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so let let's what what needs to be in this game for it to fit both cooking game and souls game. Okay, so some of the defining characteristics of a uh, of a Dark Souls game. You uh, will die. All, you will die. Well, I mean, yes, the death failure. I mean, no, it's death. It's always death. Yeah, you will die, but it is not the end. It is rather a part of the game. It does not yeah. reset you. I mean, it does. It moves you back, but the game world will always progress in some way because of it. Whether okay. you leave something behind, you have to go get, or something like that. Yeah, okay. So, 
that's one thing. You're going to die. Dosols? Dosols? No, no. Okay. Okay. Sorry, keep going. A, t- a title will come up eventually. Um, if I remember, <laughs> in every single Souls-style game, there's some, like, deep, dark, heavy lore. Yeah, there's got well, and it's never this, this is a dying world. Always, always it's a dying world. Yeah, well, yeah, it is it is some some form of apocalyptic type thing. Even even Sekiro, like which I don't think you necessarily have to be like that world is dying. It's definitely supposed to be like that age is coming to an end. Yeah. 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 Uh so I but this lore is never completely put out to you it's not like it's a hunt like you know they're they're gonna say like oh here's the lore you're gonna you're going to get a thing at the beginning a cutscene that explains like here's how the world works but then everything else you learn has to be done through reading item descriptions or just thinking about what does this uh thing that this person said mean or looking in a certain corner of the world and making an assumption based on what you see yeah 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 um okay so we're we're talking a grim dark setting basically um, yeah, yeah. Um, so also, Grimdar's getting, you're going to die. Yeah, uh, um, and I, I think a big wh- thing about it is that there's always a uh, an XP mechanic based on a collection of some sort of item, whether it is souls or blood or... Blood souls. Blood souls or <laughs> soul blood or... Robot uh, parts. Yeah, I think it's scrap in... The search, so, yeah, probably something like that. But they're they're all just they're all just words, man. Everything is just words, man. Uh, they're all just words that essentially mean there's something that you are getting that you are able to use to level up, but you will lose it upon death or failure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So th- those are the ingredients of a Souls game. Yeah, I, I I mean if we think of other things we'll we can slot them in as we go along. And I think the ingredient of a cooking game is just at the cooking. end of the day you're cooking something. You're making something. The, yeah, the mechanics vary wildly. Yep. But in the end of the the goal of the game is to cook something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think we have to do uh start from the beginning as in like where uh where this this world is in what 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 kind of world is is this like a a dying world where there's only one restaurant that still exists <laughs> no okay okay kevin let's yep. let's do like the trailer for this game there's okay. a black black screen all right and you get like those like rays of of white of like ruins and stuff like yep. not totally breaking the blackness what's the text that arrives there it's it's something like in a world where bodies are slowly fading well, away well, or something you, like that, you don't, right? You don't get it's – not, it's not text. What you get all the time always is that it is some woman's voice saying some inscrutable nonsense of essentially being like, um, long ago there was food for everyone, but then came the dark times and the darkness consumed all food until food became souls like it's something that doesn't make any sense okay so what about this kevin what if this is the story what if this is the story of the world okay okay the the world was our like our world basically yeah and then something called an ethereal wind came by 
Love it. And the ethereal wind started turning people into ghosts. Or spirits, or whatever you want to do. And the only way you can maintain a physical form in the world is by eating delicious gourmet food. (laughs) Okay, so 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 this is a world. (laughs) Just to be clear, this is a world where the entire population of the world has been uh, is like constantly becoming ghosts and becoming ethereal. And the only thing that can, you know, bring them back. Uh, bring them back to a form of life is just some some really well made food. Yeah, you got to make that nice, nice food. Just just some just some good food. Just some good. Get, you get some. You're looking a little bit thin there, Jeremy. Just get some food in your belly before you become an <laughs> ethereal beast. Yeah, you're you're looking kind of translucent there, Kevin. What do you say we go make something? <laughs> we go, go we go we go make something for you. Get 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 you uh, good and not hungry anymore. Yeah, uh, I I like that. I like that idea. I like the idea that this is that this is a, <laughs> a world where a wind is, and that and that is just the amount of inscrutable that uh, that I'm looking for. <laughs> okay, perfect. Mm, that's some that's some tasty inscrutability. Mm, that's some vague reasoning. And there'll uh, be all this stuff throughout the game, being like, "Well, where'd the wind come from?" And maybe this is a cycle, and maybe it's always meant to happen. Maybe we were all ghosts all along. May- oh, uh, may- maybe <laughs> we maybe we don't want to <laughs> become uh, fed, and in actuality, we're just ghosts. Uh, that seems right along with Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we're supposed to be dead. Now, normally, if this was a Souls game, the gameplay would be about going and getting the ingredients, and then like leveling up would just be the cooking stuff, but, right? But no, no, no. This but is, this, this is, is a cooking game. It's a cooking game. You you actually are not going on an adventure. Instead, no. I think adventurers are coming to you. Yeah, absolutely. Adventurers yeah. are coming to you, and they um, have food, and they give you food. They give you ingredients so that you can make delicious food. Yeah, because the raw food does, like, very little for them, does nothing for them. So they might be being able to get food, but it's you. It's you, the um, uh, the matter maker. <laughs> the, yeah. the matter chef. <laughs> the matter D. <laughs> That's not someone who makes food in a restaurant. No, but, but if, if – But you- it is <laughs> – it's it sounds about in line with Dark Souls doing you were like, yeah, this is a word. It doesn't quite mean that, but we decided to make it mean something slightly different. It's what it means now. It's what it means now. Um <laughs> and if you don't make the food good enough, the adventurers kill you for ingredients. Uh and then, yeah, yeah. And then you're a spirit and you've gotta earn enough money to get ingredients to make a meal for yourself so that you can be physical again. Well, the thing, the thing is like I think I think this is maybe this also this sense of a uh a game where you have to the people give you the ingredients and you have to keep a little bit for yourself every time cuz you also don't want to turn. Oh, I see. I got you. So, so it's it's a balancing act of how much you give the adventurer back for what they gave you. Yeah, because because right, the I think I oh maybe maybe and we're adding a little bit more of like a uh like almost like a life simulator thing in here. But I mean, when you play a cooking simulator game, sometimes you also just got to run the kitchen. Sometimes you got to buy, uh, you know, buy you got to repair the oven. You got to buy new utensils. You got to make sure your fortifications are up <laughs> so that when the fallen hunters come back, they don't try to kill you. Yeah, you've got to manage your profits. You gotta imagine. I I love the idea that when you're that in this game, you're like, all right, make I gotta make this uh this foie gras or you know some other fancy food, uh, borscht, and you're 
<laughs> Some and other fancy just... food. Literally the peasant food of a region. But that's okay. Yeah, go, go for it. Um, <laughs> you're just you're just making food. Uh, you're, I mean, you make whatever they ask you to make. Um, you, you're making it up, and then you you look over, and you're like, ah, oh, crap, a, hunter's, a, a, a ghost is coming at me. You have to stop making the food, but you can't stop paying attention to it because you don't want it to burn. Then you have to run over, and you have to like hit them a whole bunch to kill them. I don't think I don't and, think there's combat, Kevin. I th- I think I think there's I, a t- I think there's a timer that if you don't get the food out uh, for certain orders, the adventurers will just come fuck you up. Well, I the thing is that like like if we want the whole thing where uh, where you have to kind of balance how much food you can make for yourself and how much food you have to make for the people out there, it means there has to be a a problem that also comes out of not feeding them as much. And I think is that there's a chance that they will try to like wreck your kitchen. What about this, Kevin? What if they give you like the ingredients, but they're not in their broken down form. They're not going to bring you like, you know, a bunch of, uh, you know, like steaks. They're going to bring you a, a a cow and you've got to butcher the cow. And if you fuck that up, you don't have enough food to feed both you and the adventurer. You gotta butcher the cow correctly. Yeah, you gotta. Well, you gotta do the preparation, right? Maybe they bring well, you like a bunch of corn husks, and and you gotta make sure you get those niblets off in no, the right no, way. You're getting full raw food, and I I think the idea is like as you level up, I, and sometimes the the hunter the the people they'll bring you, uh, they they will bring you just chunks of raw mystery meat. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, okay, I guess I'll figure out how to make this meat good. And sometimes they'll be like, I found a cow, kill it. Yeah. Yeah, then you enter combat with the cow. No, I think the cow's dead, but you you do got a bunch. No, I think I think full on the cow is holding a sword in its mouth. Oh, okay. Why though? Why do we need that combat? Because it's Dark Souls. But I'm saying the butchery can be that level of precision and strategy that the combat is. Okay, fine. He's dead, but he's holding a sword in its mouth. Yeah, I'm fine with that. It's very or or like he's he's dead. And, like, there's a bunch of weapons in him from, like, people fighting him. <laughs> no, I think it's very clear that this cow fought back with a sword in its mouth. Okay, if that's what you want, Kevin. Uh, Tim, just uh, rem- remember your own creative license during Tim, this. Rem- <laughs> Tim, just remember that dog that everyone loves from Dark Souls. <laughs> everyone loves the dog with a sword. Isn't it a wolf? Yeah, the wolf's a dog. Wolves are not dogs, man. Yeah, but dogs are wolves. Mm, debatable. I think maybe it's the other way around. It's called it's called we rate dogs, Kevin. Not we rate dogs and also wolves because they're dogs. They could probably rate some wolves. It's called all dogs go to heaven. Not all dogs and also wolves because they're dogs go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't need to clarify that because it's assumed. No, it's not. Wolves are not you dogs. Ass- you don't assume that all wolves go to heaven? No, I don't. You're a sad person. The only wolf that did not go to heaven was the one that killed Liam Neeson. That's because both him and Liam Neeson are trapped in purgatory, fighting each other till the end of time. I see. That's what the that's what the gray was about, right? Sure. Okay. I mean, it sounds more interesting to me than just man fights wolf on mountain. Not a great movie, by the way. <laughs> man does not fight wolf on mountain. Oh, how how no. sad is that? Sad that, hap- that happens over the credits. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> um. Short all right. Souls. So, so basically, this is a management game. I mean, with, that's, with that's, the trappings of souls. 
The thing is, whenever you have these cooking games, especially the new one, it's not just about the cooking. It's not just about making the food. Usually there is some form of restaurant management in there. And mm-hmm. if we are making the Dark Souls of cooking games, it's not going to be one that we're just like, oh, it's this very simple one thing. It's going to have a bunch of weird layers to it. Yeah, I guess if you're doing really well at both the cooking and the butchery and the management, then you can hire mm-hmm. employees. Yeah. But, but if you screw up, you won't have enough food to keep those employees solid. Yeah, and if they're not solid anymore, you're going to have to fight them. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know why you're might, so against they're, combat. They might just float around like uh, ghosts, Kevin. I mean, yes, that does happen eventually. Yeah, the the float the float around with as ghosts and bother your customers. You'll get I bad just, reviews because be like, "There's this ghost bothering me the whole time." It's bad. It's <laughs> I bad. like that. I like I like that. Essentially, what happens is that oh no, oh no, that's what it is. When if you don't if you if you aren't taking care of the hunters who are out there and they and like every time you don't feed them up fully or you take a little bit for yourself or anything like that, there's a small chance they'll become ghosts. And when they come back, they it's not even that they kill you. It's that they just annoy your all those patrons <laughs> at your restaurant, and they they rate you worse on Yelp. Death, maybe in this game, death isn't physical death. Is your restaurant closes down, you have to start a new restaurant. Mm. No, yeah, come on, that that, uh, the, that the, is that the is thing. that's the cooking game equivalent of death. I mean, I guess that's true. What yeah. if, I what if it's not your restaurant closes down? What if you get if you your get food enough, truck closes down? You no, know, if you get enough like disgruntled. Like customers, they burn down your your restaurant. Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> Whatever reason it is that your restaurant is no longer there, and maybe there's multiple endings, Kevin. <laughs> That's not the end, though. Death cannot be the end. Though. I know, but you know, there's multiple Souls. restart things. There's multiple things you can choose along the way, and we will definitely talk about those multiple endings. However, first we have our own Dark Souls to, I guess. The dark soul of capitalism? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's get into that commercial. Okay. This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Soothing Light. Yes, just feel that warm, soothing light on your skin. See the gentle colors as they float in the breeze. Smell the delicate aroma of the light. Okay, uh, how about you just take that one more time from the top? Taste the delicate rays as they bounce off your taste buds, just like devouring a cloud. You know what? I think we got it. All right, Kevin, do we have a title for this now? No, not yet. Um, uh, Bark Souls. <laughs> That's dog. I was going to say ghost one. food, but... Mm, it's got to have souls in it somewhere. No, it doesn't. The Surge I mean, doesn't. Code Vein doesn't. Sekiro doesn't. I know. <laughs> I'm calling you Mark on that bullshit. <laughs> Mark Souls. Is that like a, <laughs> it's about a, guy. It's like a jazz musician? No, it's about a guy named Mark. Oh, okay. Hello. I work at a convenience store. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
I don't know, Mark Souls. Uh, you know, we we still got to figure out uh, figure out this game. So I like the idea that the the death mechanic is essentially your restaurant. Uh, you know, is shut down, is burned down, or it's shut down, or that is the. Like, well, you said something. Ma- ma- you said something while we were going over like what happens to your restaurant, and you said food truck, and I like that idea because I think an important part of the Souls games is moving from area to area. Well, I I think another part important part of the Souls game, which the food trucks are helps with, is the idea that it is an RPG. Yeah. So maybe the idea is that you start the game and you are like one of those street vendors. Like you got a cart. Oh yeah, you got a little, you got a little cart. Street That's what cart, you make hot all dog stand. In. Yep, yeah, is what you. And mostly everything you're making is some form of a hot dog. They bring you something. They're like, "Hey, I got this corn." And you're like, well, "You're getting a corn hot dog." And they're like, "What?" <laughs> I think those like, are just called make? corn dogs, Kevin. No, they're not, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. Corn dogs are not that. <laughs> you're saying you're getting a corn hot dog. I mean, I think I think what I was describing was just corn on the cob. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. That you bite into like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> now, what you do is you hold it sideways and they just crunch it like a carrot. Nope, don't do that. And you're like, oh, <laughs> all right, just going to eat the entire thing. Not how you okay. eat that. Okay. Go for it. Uh, but at the, at the beginning, that's all you can do. And then you start leveling up certain points. And depending on what you're putting the points into, you'll become a different kind of place. Maybe you do become a fat, like a, uh, not fast food, but a, um, uh, a food truck, which means you're a lot more mobile. You can go to where... Uh, the people are, you can, you know, find your way in there. Maybe you put more points into defense, in which case you are a restaurant. I don't know. You are. And the thing is, I think if I think if you're a re- if you put points into defense, defense in this game is having extra ingredients around. Right. I think I think I mean, it depends on what we put maybe health is like if, if you make if you make yourself have a whole lot of like uh uh, endurance or whatever they call it. I mean, the, the truth is, Kevin, is that there's probably not the traditional stats, right? You probably have like, you know, uh, cash flow as a stat. You probably have ingredient stock as a stat. You probably have like staff fulfillment as a stat, right? Like, yeah, but but but, but we have to we have to we have to think of them as analogs to the Dark Souls games because if there's one thing that is always constant, except for in Sekiro, is that they always have. The same stats, just with different names, and those stat and there's those stats are with sometimes them being getting like mixed around a little bit. Okay, is that you have stats for strength? Yeah, you have a stat for dexterity. Okay, then you have uh, one for like essentially endurance, which usually depending on the game, sometimes tied in with equip load, which allows you to get heavier armor. Okay, then you have health, just straight up health. Yeah. Then you have magic. Okay. And sometimes magic is two different things. Okay. Well, let's let's think about this in terms of uh, uh, parallel parallel things for a kitchen. So strength is your ability for, like, hitting hard, right? Yeah, it's the idea of being that you you will be able to hit an enemy and try to – in Dark Souls – and try to kill them in one – Hit usually that's the idea is that you're trying to do a massive amount of damage with one attack, right? So, so that in, that is, in a kitchen, that's, a, that's basically your ability to make a uh, to specialize into a single type of dish, 
Well, yeah, I, I think the idea is that both strength and dexterity. Well, dexterity um, is the speed at which you can cook. Clearly, no, no, dex, no, no, no. Dexterity in Dark Souls, strength and dexterity are just two different types of damage dealing. There are strength weapons and dexterity weapons. So what you're saying is there are strength dishes and dexterity dishes. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> there, strength, strength dishes. Dishes are like. Um, I don't know. I, 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 well, I'm trying to think of what's the idea of a dish that fills you up in one. I mean, it, <laughs> one it, would, bite. it would be hearty meals, right? So yeah. So so you you, you get things like stews and so and the steaks. the stat then would be hearty meal. Yeah, yeah, hearty, 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 heartiness. <laughs> Pirates. Uh- <laughs> you, you can do you can do a ship. <laughs> no one's saying you can't have a, a restaurant on a ship. I guess that's true. Uh- yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got a cruise liner. Sure. Uh, and then, and then the the meals that are more about. So, in the game, usually the finesse one, the dexterity one, is a lot more about like a lot of quick little hits. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I guess that would be you're making your your th- that one. I think that one is you're making the really really fancy food, but it comes in smaller portions. Uh, portions. So hearty, hearty as a stat, and fancy as a stat. Yeah, hearty and fancy. Hearty and fancy. Yep, uh, and then there's the <laughs> the endurance slash, and the things that I'm not just thinking of you as a person. You are personified by a restaurant. Yeah, I think that's operating hours, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> endurance is operating hours. Yeah, how long so, you how so, long you can work for? I mean, yeah, I think I think that's I think that's perfectly fair. Uh, endurance is operating hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and then there's just straight up health. Yeah, which I get. I guess is reputation. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, if you, if you have, rep- if you put lots of like points f- for reputation, right? Like, then you have more resilience against the bad reviews. That's the only yeah. thing I can really think of. No, I think I think that totally makes sense. Yeah, I think I think. <laughs> I mean, I played this one like cooking game where you could increase the tolerance of the people who eat you, like what they think of your food. So I guess the best thing would be that it would be your reputation. They'd be like, uh, you know what? Usually they're pretty good, so they're fine. Yeah. And it's how many bad reviews you could get? You and could get before. If I'm not mistaken, we're on the last stat, which is magic. There and there's sometimes two different kinds of magic. There is magic, and then there is like. Faith-based magic. I do not. They they're not always different. Okay, well, some games they're the same thing. The only idea I have for that is spices. <laughs> so, so if you if you spec really hard into magic primary, you just say you just have. No, you know you know what magic is. Magic is when you make that weird like laboratory science food gastronomy. It's like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's gastronomy. Okay. Yeah. This this is an ice cream that tastes like a chicken. <laughs> this okay. is an egg that looks like an egg, feels like an egg, but tastes like vanilla ice cream because it is vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it will not be vanilla ice cream till you pour this liqueur over it. Uh, yeah, I like the idea that, that, that if, you, if you spec really hard into, into gastronomy, you'll – you essentially uh, – it's the idea of you being kind of like a glass cannon because you can deal – you can get massive, like, reviews for people being like, it was so weird and cool. And other people are just like, I don't get it. I think I ate fire. <laughs> Did I eat liquid fire? 
Did I eat liquid fire? That's weird. Is that know. magma? Did I eat magma? Uh, <laughs> what is happening here? Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, magic's always the weird stuff, so that seems appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. And it being a Dark Souls game means that you can um, spec, like, different... Uh, different ways, and you can go really hard into one, or you can go sort of balance between them. I think actually a better representative representation of what specifically the restaurant looks like that you're doing um, is armor. Okay, because armor is a armor in a lot of except for once against Sekiro, which kind of broke the mold a lot. Armor is a very big thing in the Dark Souls games. Okay, well, how was that going to translate into a, our cooking game, Kevin? Well, I mean, it's literally armor is the kind of restaurant you have it is actually the the you have a cart you have a food truck you have a restaurant oh i see you have a it's um basically what you invest your money in <laughs> yeah 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 pretty yeah. much yeah. You, it's it's um it, it, i don't know it's the it's how much uh food you can fit in your oven like the idea being that if you're smaller you are faster you can't cook as much food but you can get around to like where the I mean that makes sense a toaster oven heats up faster than a real oven. Yeah, so like if and and I mean you can't move a restaurant, but a restaurant you you have a lot more like maybe uh, just like stuff behind you like like you you are you're a restaurant for one. <laughs> you you probably can fit a lot better stuff in there. You can have like full ovens and you can have you know. Yeah. Uh, well, you could have multiple ovens too. You have multiple ovens. And that, and that's sort of the 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 trade off kind of is that you're like oh well you well, either the, you're big and have clear, a lot of ovens. Let's be clear. The goal of the game is to get successful enough that you can you know unlock legendary meals that someone like that you could eat and stay solid forever. I think I think the final boss of the game. If we're going toward the ending, the final boss of the game is. The wind that turns everyone into ghosts. The reason why it turns everyone into ghosts is because it's eating their physical forms because it's so starving and it hasn't been exactly. sati- it has not been satiated. Exactly. And here's the thing: if you don't read all the item descriptions and talk to all of your customers, you'll be like, "Why am I suddenly feeding a wind? This doesn't make any sense." But if you listen closely, if you listen, you co- might understand. if you listen closely to the chatter the adventurers have, being like, "Can you believe that was on that wall?" Yeah, so, so weird that the wind is hungry. <laughs> I love the idea that you you yourself can't really go out and talk to people. It's mostly just like listening into the <laughs> yeah yeah. It's, it's chatter that you hear. Yeah, you're not even talking to them yourself. You're overhearing them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Or like you'll um, be working on something and like butchering an animal, but they'll be like, I don't know, a horn or something from the horrible monster that you're butchering. <laughs> and it'll have like inscriptions on it that you can like well, I know, I th- look at a different like in the lore menu what that means. Well, well, no, I think I think it is that when they give you an ingredient, it goes into your inventory. So if you go into your inventory, you can – uh, <laughs> you can definitely you like, can read look, the, look at its lore. Yeah, look at the lore entry for that cow with a sword. Okay, there's a few more things we do have to fit into this that are very big in Dark Souls games. Okay, one is bosses. Bosses are huge. Yeah, yeah. To the point that some Dark Souls games are just boss rushes. Um, so what? So are so what? What are the, are the bosses like? I think I, I think I, the I, I think Kevin the bosses yeah. are other food adjacent professions. 
That's what I think it is. And I think the idea is that when you're fighting a boss, you're trying to get their customers yeah. to come to you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, or, you, you know, you're trying to get, like, part of their specialty. Like, uh, the other thing with bosses is that there's always, like, loot and rare loot. Yeah. Right? So, like, you know, maybe you can't get a deep fryer until you beat, like, the fast food chain. Like, maybe maybe you can't get, you know, an ice cream maker until you beat the dessert guy. Well, I mean, I mean, there's – it's it's not even just that, like, you can only get that there. In Dark Souls games, there's the, the idea of usually boss weapons, which is that you beat a boss and then you get, like, their soul or something. And then you can go and you can give the soul to someone and they'll give you a weapon. It's that exact thing. Yeah. You, you, you beat you beat the ice creamery down the road. Then you take that guy's, like, equipment out and you bring him to another guy. And he's like, sure, I can make you an ice cream maker out of that. Yeah, sure. Boom. Boom, ice cream, motherfucker. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got ice cream. Now, you might not use it in your restaurant because you might only have, like, a, a food truck and you can't. Yeah, well, the thing is, is, you know, you have the level of armor that you have, but you only have so many yeah. slots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing that we that we sort of forgot that we do need to go into. I do love the idea that the bosses are you taking stuff from other people. I think the death mechanic. Here's what I think of the death mechanic. Because when you die, quote unquote die, that's you losing your restaurant. Yeah. And there's different ways you can, just like in Dark Souls, you can roll off a cliff, you get hit by magic, you can get stabbed, you can get blown up, you can get poisoned. You, your, your restaurant could be burned down. You could it run could out of resources. Run a re- it could just be just so, so lowly rated that you have to shut it down. Uh, um, you could but, lose uh, a boss fight and they take your restaurant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, here's here's what I think is the death mechanic. So you're you lose your you lose your restaurant. You go back to the loan office, I guess, and you get a new loan. Um, and then then what you do? No, I, I think you, I think Kevin, you lose your restaurant and you've got to go back to a campfire. Oh, sure, you go back to a campfire. Yeah, um, but the point is is that then because you then can cook you at a go, campfire, Kevin, but you've only got sure. a pot. <laughs> sure. You go back to a campfire, then you – I mean you still have your – the thing about Dark Souls is you keep your armor. But you go back to your restaurant, and if, and if you're able to get your restaurant before your current restaurant is destroyed, you get to steal everything back from your old restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like – it's like I mean that's the equivalent of getting your souls back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just go in there and take an oven out. Yeah. And put it, and you bring it into your new place. Yeah. If not, you have to buy totally new equipment, man, and that sucks. That does suck. You you don't lose your money though because you keep your money in a bank. (laughs) (laughs) I, (laughs) yeah, I think that seems fair. Maybe maybe like ten percent is shaved. Here's here's the thing. I think that um, I think that your money, the currency in this game, is just ingredients, though. Because that's what you're—that's that, what you're using to like level up and everything, right? Well, no, I know ingredients are the things you are actually like. This is where it gets very cooking game. Ingredients are what you're using to cook the food. The things you use to level up is literally the money. Like people give you tips. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You. You. I mean, you. The, the thing is, you also want to make really good food because the people will give will be like, "Oh, this is really good food. Here's some extra money. You can use that money yeah. to buy yourself a new oven." Okay. I want to talk about a mechanic that I know a little bit about in Dark Souls. I want to see us implement it into this game. Oh, sure. So in Dark Souls, you can leave messages for people, or you can see where other people died. I was. I was going to bring up the the. Big thing about a lot of the very core Dark Souls games um, are the interconnectivity and the like pseudo multiplayer kind mm-hmm. of matchmaking. Yeah, uh, 
yes, leaving messages. I think that's mostly you going to like. So the idea is that the other characters are not in your world. Well, you yeah. You, so you go to Yelp and you can read other people's reviews, see what happened to yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's essentially what it is, and and it'll say things like, um, oh. Uh oh! Don't this this guy doesn't like steak. Don't give him steak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give you say your things. Watch like out! That. Watch out for vegetarians. Um. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but ahead, some of them aren't helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jump! But, jump but, here. Um. <laughs> but sometimes you have to you have to be careful. And as you're going through, a message will pop up that'll just be like rival restaurant inbound, and then a restaurant will just like it'll be all like red aurad. And it'll appear next to you, and it, and then you have to be like, oh, God, there's another restaurant. And I guess you fight that restaurant. I think in that case, it's a race against time to basically – because, like, there's only so many customers. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, how, how about it is that when another restaurant comes down, there's one customer who's like, I might go to either one of these restaurants. Which one's going to make the food faster? Yeah. And then the first person to make the food, he goes to your restaurant, and the other restaurant dies. <laughs> it's well, no. That I mean, that's what happens in Dark Souls. If you yeah, if you yeah. if you invade someone, it has to be a death thing. So maybe that is like a like like a really high and like that, that's, this is someone who who is I, such uh, Yelp yeah, authority. Yeah. No, you know, you know who it is, Kevin. Yeah, it's either a reviewer or it's a group of people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Yeah. And and you just have to quickly compete with this other. And you were off doing your own restauranteering, and then you're like, oh, well, now I got to take a break. You had a strategy. They, you were moving forward deliberately yeah. and calmly, and all of a sudden, this wrench gets thrown at you. Well, and especially because you still have to deal with the customers. They don't. the The enemies aren't affecting them unless you use a specific item, in which case customers will start going to their store, yeah. and they'll have to worry about them as they're cooking their food. Double KO style. Um, Double, yeah. Double I have an KO idea style. for the title of this game, Kevin. Sure, we're not done talking about it, but <laughs> go I, ahead. Uh, ethereal chefs. Uh, I think it's got to be short. It's got to be snappy. Go chefs. <laughs> spirit chefs. Spirit chefs. I like spirit chefs. <laughs> yeah. Well, think of the ones we ones ones we know: Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Code Vein. Yeah, yeah, Sekiro. yeah. Sekiro. <laughs> Again, breaking the, the mold, Sekiro. Yeah. Basically, it's, it's two, it's two words that are both monosyllabic. Yeah. Uh, so I like uh, – I mean, uh, Spirit Chefs is a little bit more than two words. Yeah. But I, I, think, I think it's good. Spirit Chefs. Yeah. Spirit Chefs. And it's one, it, how about it's one word for some reason? Yeah, absolutely. It's one word for, cool. for, for some stupid reason. Uh, <laughs> final thing. Final thing we have to do because this is a big thing. In the Dark Souls games, to the point that if a Dark Souls style game doesn't have it, it confuses people. Okay. Multiple endings, including one that is based off incredibly obscure things you have to do that you'll probably only get by reading online. Well, I think I think that's just got to be menu, right? Well, like okay, depending on you, the menu you use, because the the end boss is no, satiating the ethereal wind. No, no, no. Here's how it always works. Okay. You have two that you can just pick. All right. You essentially you go through the game, you beat the final like win boss, you satiate him, at which point you randomly get a decision. Now if you haven't been paying attention, this decision makes no sense. <laughs> like in the original Dark Souls game, it's like kindle the fire or or um take the fire, and you're like, what does that mean if you haven't been paying attention? So I think after you like uh, you know, give the wind, you have a choice to like become the wind or have breakfast 
I I think I think it should be something like jar the wind or set it free. Like Okay, so so you essentially you have a choice to either contain the wind, but the thing when you contain the wind, it'll just get hungry again and eventually break out. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 that that's that's the whole thing about that cycle. Like it's going to be a long time. You don't have to worry about it, but you are just perpetuating the cycle yeah. that this wind will grow hungry again. Yeah. Or you let the wind go free. And when you let the wind go free, some people will get eaten, but it'll be like on a much lower scale. Yeah, so instead like, of everyone being like a ghost that needs to eat to have physical form, it'll be like, you know, 3%. <laughs> and and that that is the perfect like Dark Souls style ending where, where you're like, neither of them are great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Neither of these are the best choice. Yeah. Um, and then there has to be one that's like, yeah, you go, you go, you you're in your restaurant. You get like a certain customer who comes in, and you feed him a certain food, and then he'll leave behind like a rock. No, I I, t- I I think Kevin, what the thing has yeah. to be is that you have to go and because I think there's multiple bosses in this world. Yeah, and, and because and, some the, are and, optional. and because the and some of them are optional because the bosses are restaurants. You always have yeah. a choice of what to, piece of equipment you get. Um from them because you can bring them to different people or whatever the soul of the restaurant sure yeah why not and i think basically the way you get like really obscure endings is having specific loadouts in your kitchen there's one obscure ending it's how it always is oh yeah so i think it's like a very specific loadout and i think kevin that's just all of our favorite foods but there's an in-law reason too but it's just our favorite (laughs) foods so so the idea is is that you get this ending by collecting all of the of the of the specific menu items. Yeah. That I think in this ending And then you um, and then you feed the wind those items in a specific order. <laughs> I don't I don't even think well one of my favorite things about this kind of ending in Dark Souls games is when you get it accidentally, which is really in Bloodborne, it's really easy to accidentally get like the hardest ending. Mm. Um so I think of the idea is that you just have to have those items in your restaurant. You okay. just have to have those menu items. Uh, and one and one of them is this weird thing, I think, where it's like you go down a certain path and fall down a hole where you like you almost die or whatever it is in the dark in the, in our cooking game. But like you take this really obscure path and you find an item as like this item doesn't do anything, but having it in your possession is what <laughs> allows well, maybe this. maybe it's like an item that lets you just serve glasses of water but like yeah, sure. you don't make anything off the water and it oh, doesn't provide then, any satiation for anybody oh, then i then i know what the ending is the ending like the the, the secret ending because none of them are su- super good is that you decide instead to sacrifice yourself and constantly keep the wind in your restaurant and you just give them water. Just be like, your food will be out soon. Here's some, have some water, <laughs> water and bread. <laughs> yeah. You, you will be, you will be trapped there forever. Of course, with the wind, but you've saved the world. Really? Yeah. You've the saved the of, world eternally. Yeah. Because you just, you're just filling the wind up on appetizers. Be like, your food will be out soon. I'm so sorry. This never happened. Here's some more bread. <laughs> Here's some more bread. Here's some more water. So which, which means really what you have to find is you have to find like, a pitcher of everlasting water and a basket of everlasting bread. Yeah. 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 And, and that's great because you become the chef at the end of the world. You become the restaurant at the end of the world. Yeah. So like, you know, there'd still be people looking for you. They'd be like this legendary restaurant. But if they come in, the wind's in there. So they turn into ghosts. 
<laughs> oh, you, know, you have to find three things. You have to find the um, the the, the never ending water, the, the never ending pitcher of water, the uh, ever uh, the ever un- filling the, basket of bread. Yep, and the ever calming uh, restaurant music. <laughs> it's just, they, 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 it's it's like this legend that like some say that this soundtrack was play was played in a restaurant where everyone fell asleep and then died because they never woke up to eat again. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to be, you have to play that in your restaurant, which I think if you play that in your restaurant at any time that's not like the end boss, yeah, it'll it'll just like immediately kill you because everybody will fall asleep. And <laughs> here's the thing: I, the thing is, lose. you can switch it on and off, and it's like a pause button. But if you do too much, the adventurers will die. <laughs> well, yeah. There's no the thing is, there's no reason to have it on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it'll just like like there's no benefit to having that on, yeah. which which that does mean that we have introduced another item type, which is the soundtrack in your well, it's, like, it's music decor your basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means the core is an item type for your. Thing. I guess and that's that faith was... magic, Kevin. Yeah, that's faith magic. <laughs> <laughs> it also be called <laughs> just called faith magic. No, it's ca- definitely <laughs> called decor or ambience or ambiance or something like that. My, okay, well, here's one last thing we have to do. One last thing we have to do for Spirit Chefs. Okay. In <laughs> Occasionally, in Dark Souls games, and this is very present in the first Dark Souls game, um, there's a stat that doesn't make any sense. So I wanted to come up with one more stat that everyone's like, I'm not sure what... Like, this is adaptability, where it's like, I'm not sure what adaptability <laughs> does, <laughs> but... We uh, put a point in it if you want. So what would be a restaurant stat that you're like, I guess we put points in it. I think adaptability like increases the iframes in your role by minimal amounts. Okay. Well, what if it's something like dishes and or like dishwasher <laughs> or something like that? No. Yeah. No, it's, it's, no, it's just dishes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it, and you're like, I, I guess it, it kind of allows you to fit a little bit more food on the plate, but like I th- not I th- enough. I think to actually really what perfect. it does is it provides like a, a, a really small bonus to every other thing. <laughs> That's like, almost too good. No, no, no. Here's the thing, Kevin. The amount you get from each one, because we're saying there's like what five or six stats. Yeah, sure. So the the like you get a little bit in each one, but the amount you get is like one twelfth of a regular point. Like it's <laughs> not worth it. I no. I, the the reason I like the idea that that it does something completely different from everything else is that kind of what adaptability did. I think okay. I might have also increased your poison resistance. Okay. Um, well, what? <laughs> I, I I like the idea that you, that you could that I I do, I do like the idea that that increases everything by a little amount because though because I do like the idea that if that if that's the case when you're doing it you're like I don't quite get what it's like okay I guess everything goes up a little bit but you yeah. wouldn't really do a dishes build. Well, you could do a dishes build. It'd just be you'd have to grind so much to make it effective, but you'd be able to yeah. do pretty much anything. Nah, but it wouldn't be useful. Well, I mean, it, it, who would like, want to spend that much time, Kevin? It's, it's like pumping up your blood tinge really high in, uh, in yeah. Bloodborne. Yeah. Or not sure. blood tinge. Maybe, maybe pumping up your magic very high in Bloodborne because you don't get any good arcane things until the end game. Uh, uh, take your word for it. I mean, that's what that's that's why I'm here. So, Tim so. Schaefer, please make uh, Spirit Chefs. 
Yeah, and as we said, you could give it to the Epic Game Store for probably a year uh, delayed release. Yeah, for some exclusivity. Everybody loves that. Yeah, and uh, in return, you can just, like, you know, give us all the money. Well, in return, you can leave us a rating or review on our podcast wherever you're listening to this. You can also do that, Tim. You can also leave us a rating or review, but also uh, the money. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to send Kevin money or ask him for money, please tweet at him at StrawmanKWeer. <laughs> and if you'd like to talk to Jeremy specifically about Tim Schaefer, <laughs> you can tweet him at MightyFuse. And if you'd like to talk about the amount of money that Tim Schaefer is going to give us, you can tweet us both at ThirdSpaceCast. Uh, you can send us an email if this podcast was – this specific episode of this podcast was – uh, very weird for you. <laughs> if you're a fan of either Dark Souls or cooking games, uh, you can send us an email at thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website at thirdspacepodcast.com. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I pay the podcast's utilities. We use a strange amount of water. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Yeah.